This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was a You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking ball. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. What's going on? Your Sixers look good tonight? Yeah, yeah, they look great. I think um, I think next step is the finals, correct? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's what I, that's what I would say. Uh, no, they looked really good. Um, I missed parts of the first quarter uh, due to some work stuff. So oh, it's a um, competitive part of the game. Yeah. So uh, trust who's in this room. If all you have questions about the first quarter, then um, Dave Federnick's your guy. If not, um, holler at me. Yeah. Trust. If you want to come up, just uh, request to speak or throw something in the chat and, uh, we can chat about the Sixers or anything else in the NBA that you have an issue with right now. Dave, you're not uh, you don't watch these two teams that often. What do you think of the game? Uh, well, the Pacers did just play the Knicks, so I uh, yeah, trust I'm a Knicks fan. So, uh, so I've I've seen them twice in a week, and they are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like if if we're starting with our NBA grievances, mine is all the assholes who bitched and moaned for a week that Julius Randle got an all-star spot over Sabonis before he took KD's spot. Like Sabonis is a fine player, but like he cannot carry a team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like what, what is this? Why do, why do people think Sabonis is going to be like the savior? Like, come on. Is that really a thing? I mean, I, I know that they, they got rid of old depot. Karis LeVert is hurt for who knows how long. And TJ Warren is out for, an eternity, but this is just like one of those East teams that I'm for the Knicks sake. I'm, I'm hoping just kind of drifts away and looks to next season. Cause they are not good. I like, <laughs> like who, who is their second best player right now? I guess miles Turner, like Bro- Brogdon looks really banged up. He didn't even play against the Knicks um, a couple days ago. Um, I mean, I, I just don't see any identity uh, on the the Pacers. I, I you know, I I don't see where this team is going. I think maybe just get healthy and come back next year. Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of like historically the Pacers though? Like, yeah, you know but the Pacers, yeah, but they're always like kind of okay. You know, like they're they're always like in the like four, five, six seed kind of spot. Uh, and I, I guess that's not really in their DNA to ever tank and they're just content, I guess, especially considering they're in such a small market, they're content to just kind of be D 
decent, but this team just I, I don't know if it's the injuries or what, but they, they suck. <laughs> and yeah. you look at the logjam of like all the East teams after the Bucks and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I for and especially for the smaller market teams, like I, I would want to get a really good draft pick in this what's supposed to be a really good draft. Yeah. Nowadays it's just hard. It's like it's hard to tank these days. They did a really good job. I wasn't sure about the whole like new incentive, right. but I think the I don't think the flattening the um, the odds did much, but the playoff game I think is going to be the thing that prevents tanking. Right. You have, you have teams like, that would have teams that would have hung it up early, and and now the trade deadline is going to come and go because teams feel like, well, we have a chance. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. Even Orlando's uh, is the second to worst team, and they're only a few. They're only four games out on Charlotte with forty or with forty plus games to go. Right. You know what I mean? Or for the playoff spot, wow, they're only a game and a half away from the playing tournament. So it's like they're not going to tank. The only team that's going to do it is Detroit. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're probably right. Although uh, trust the process is going away for a second, he's coming back. Thank you, thank you for letting us know. Appreciate it. That's thank great. you, thank you. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like if I if I'm one of these teams in a like shitty market who are, are never going to draw like big name talent, I, I don't know. Like the the magic should absolutely be in the lottery. Like just be in the lottery. You know what? Here, okay, here's my new take. Uh, this, Joe, you might love this one. Uh, who's in the chat? How about this? Teams should no longer, you know, tank for playoff spots or f- tank for, um, <clears throat> you know, players. I think it should be less about making the playoffs and it should be more about uh, top shot. <laughs> like, if I was the Magic, I'd be like, look, we might not make it this year. Like, I know, or like, let's better example. We just had um, Atlanta fire Lloyd Pierce, right? Because Atlanta did the dumb thing where they were like, we need to make the playoffs because our superstar, Trey Young, is 22 years old. Like, he's he's three years away from being good, you know, like really, really good. And they're going to blow it up and sign all these people uh, because they want to rush something dumb. Really what you should do is take your time have most of your front office work on collecting top shot moments. Those things that you sell will actually make you more money than a season when there's no fans in the arena. Why are you trying to go to the playoffs when there's no fans? You're not even going to make that money. So take it, do all Trey Young trick shots, you know, like do some funny memes and then capture it, work on selling that, release your own cards at top shot, get you going you'll probably be better off. You'll get a better draft pick and you'll financially be one of the most successful teams. You'll be like the New York Knicks. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Just saying. Joe, Joe Borelli, friend of the pod, uh, says, tried to speed up the process just like the Sixers nearly, nearly derailed them. Sign about Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they went out and gave <clears throat> way too much money to guys who are already, always hurt like Bogdanovich, Gallinari, um, I will say, I, I thought like that the firing was a little abrupt. I don't well, know. Well, kind of it, I think uh, the GM's probably thinking he's getting fired too. Well, he 
Probably should be fired. <laughs> he should probably be fired. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. If I if I know I'm about to get fired on the Super Hoopers, I'm I'm just gonna start firing people first. That's fair. That's I think fair. that's the that's the absolute move, right? What's up, Travis? If you uh, if you want to speak, uh, if you have any NBA grievances, uh, shoot a request or throw something in the chat. Um, yeah, I my NBA grievance is absolutely um, the dickhead yesterday who just tried to get attention on Twitter by by, by saying that Julius Randall is already better than Chris Bosh, and then and then every every single like casual NBA fan I know. Texting me like, yeah, you you, you Knicks fans are crazy. I'm like, dude, dude, this guy's not a Knicks fan. I don't know who the hell this guy is. <laughs> Wait, so I missed it yesterday. What did he do? He posted that Julius Randle is having a better season than Chris Bosh ever had. You no, know, he's basically saying that Julius Randle now has taken such a huge leap forward that he's already better than Chris Bosh. And this is a Knicks fan who's saying this. No, I don't know who the hell is. It, okay, he's okay. some CBS like sports guy. Like, oh, so he's like a blue check mark. He's like a legit ass dude. This isn't. This is this is the problem now is that Nick's Twitter is, uh, so testy that every asshole knows that if you tweet some like hot take like that, you you know that it's gonna get retweeted a million times and have people like be like, you know, retweeting it and whatnot. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, Nick's Twitter is susceptible to somebody like posting something like that. He is not one of us. He is Got not it. one of us. Got it. Um, here's the question. Yeah. Is Julius Randle better than Chris Bosch? Dave Federnick, you're on the hot seat. Yeah, well, that's obvious. Obvious. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, as far as I know, uh, Julius Randle um, uh, was, was never uh, never looked like a Raptor. Um, mm, fair. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Julius Randle's having a phenomenal season, and uh, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, isn't Chris Boss like really good with computers? Like, how's Julius Randle? Does he have an iPhone or an Android? Like that? Oh, Julius Randle? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, dude, come on, iPhone. He probably has like like. He's not only incels have Androids. Come yeah. on. We yeah. we can say that because we know that. We know there's that no, Logan, no Joe, and Travis yeah, definitely no, have iPhones. There are no Android users uh, on Locker Room app yet. So, uh. Yo, here's a funny thing. I wrote something. You know how today on um, <clears throat> Twitter there's all the talk about unpaid internships? Have you yes. seen any of that and how, how crazy it's gone? So I made a little joke, a little little tweet that I'd like to read. Everyone with the podcast is doing an unpaid internship. Why are we all complaining? A little joke, right? Just a joke that we don't make yeah. any money off this, right? Hilarious. Dave, you, I, got, you gave me a like. I, I didn't laugh, but yeah, I just gave <laughs> yeah, you a gem. Yeah, yeah. It was you know, a- yeah, I, I, it's one of those like jokes that are like, oh, hmm, you like, you know, rub your chin like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it was it, more yeah. for me. I didn't want to get into my real opinion because right. uh, Twitter is the hellscape and no matter what you say, they're going to hate you for it. You know what I mean? Right. If, if whatever you tweet does not um, does not satisfy all six billion people on the planet, then then you're an asshole. Yeah, right. It's uh, like Logan. Logan sent us a link to the tweet. Uh, okay, from this asshole, he said by his his name is Brandon Tierney. I've never heard of this guy. He has a blue check mark. I won't hold that against him. But <laughs> uh, legit question: At his absolute apex, was Chris Bosh ever better than peak Julius Randall? The answer is no. Wow. Wow. So, okay. All right. Look, 
Hey, mission accomplished. We're talking about this, dickhead. So, <laughs> it's uh, pretty good. Hey, so, you th- thank you, this? thank you, Logan, for for sending. So, uh, yeah, I wanted check. to make sure that we got his words right. Yeah, here it is. Here's a great, great bio. Ready? Mm. Husband, dad, <laughs> communicator at CBS Sports Radio at CBS Sportsnet at Discovery hashtag SJUBB Emmy winner. Former D1 athlete, curious, passionate, loyal, grounded. Ooh. Yeah, Logan said he even worded like a total jack wagon. (laughs) That's a very polite way of putting it, Logan. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Yo, yo, locker room's dope. You just like say stuff and people do the work for you. (laughs) Thank you, Logan. Thank you for doing our work for us. Exactly. Uh, John, do you know about the, the gems? This is a new locker room thing now. No, what is this? Well, I, know, I gave I you, know nothing I, about. I gave you yeah, one. Yeah, what does that mean? Basically every five minutes, um, anyone who's speaking can either, either get a gem or, uh, someone can give them a gem. And apparently, you know, if you get enough gems, you're like a cool locker room guy. I like, I don't, <laughs> oh, cool. I don't really like, know what uh... the end, the end game is for the gems, but I guess someone goes to your profile and they see like, Whoa, this guy has 5,000 gems. He's probably on locker room a lot. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably yeah. He's probably had sex with a girl once. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is not sitting on their phone, listening to uh two idiots talk about basketball. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah let's yeah. get the gems. This is dope. What up, Ethan? Uh, this is uh, NBA Grievances. Uh, John and I do a weekly podcast called The Super Hoopers uh, with a third of our friends, uh, Matt Hill. He is not with us because he has an Android. So we're going <laughs> him to uh, get with the times and get an iPhone so we can all yeah. be honest. Or just get uh, his life together, right? <laughs> It's like, yeah. like did, does he does he need money or something? Like, what's up? Like, I mean, Androids are kind of like the sweatpants of phones, right? Like, that's true. Like, I've I've given up. I've given up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But if anyone wants to uh, express uh, a grievance that they have about the NBA, something that's bothering them, or or anything at all about the NBA, uh, feel free to drop something in the chat or uh, or request to speak. We happy to speak with you guys. Um, <laughs> Joe Borelli. Uh, and sometimes me, what does that mean, Joe? I don't know. And, uh, who knows? You have any, uh, any grievances with the league right now, John? Uh, you're, you're, you're from Philly. I feel like you must have a, a lot of grievances. You know what? I, I have less grievances with the league. Uh, I'm, I'm, my thing is more like fans. I'm getting tired of fans who just like their only point of anything, like their only enjoyment is to complain. Right. You know what I mean? Like no matter what happens, it's like, I have an issue with this. Like, I think that's the thing I kind of, uh, I struggle with because it's just like, you know, like, okay, here's an example. Here's a grievance. Here's a, here's a great grievance. Oh, I'll Uh, be the judge of that. But okay. Uh, grievance. Nate fucking Duncan, okay? This guy. Mm-hmm. This guy. And his 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 tweet about um, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. So for those of you who don't know, Anthony Edwards, uh, a not good basketball player right now. Like he might be a good one day, but right now, not good. Not um, efficient. Not yeah. efficient. Like just just overall 
he's a rookie. He's not supposed to be anywhere special, right? Yeah. But uh, so he goes on. He makes this highlight dunk. It's the most incredible thing. Great, great job. That's what we thought Anthony dunk Edwards was. Dunk yeah. of the season. That's why we drafted him number one is because he's one of the few humans in the world who can do this dunk. Yeah. Great. Nate Duncan, nerd, stat guy, um, you know, sleep machine, uh, professional sleep machine, just puts you to sleep with his podcast. That's true. It's like a waterfall or like the, you know, the sound of rain. Yeah. Or, or the sound of like running your nuts over with a Mack truck, just like the worst <laughs> sounding fucking thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And so he does his tweet that's like, oh, by the way, uh, by the way uh, Anthony Edwards is also all one for 17, blah, 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 efficiency, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, here's the thing. I don't like Nate Duncan, right? Yeah. Yeah. But what, and people don't either. But what they did was they decided to make it a huge, huge deal. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then what's his name made a video about why oh, nerds yeah, Le- are a report. Yeah. Report, video, right. And it's like all this thing. And like, it's just like a back and forth of people complaining about other people complaining. And my grievance is you could fix this. It's simple. Twitter already f- invented the thing. It's called the block button. <laughs> I literally, right. here's, folks, folks, let me tell you, I had no idea what had happened because I had blocked Nate Duncan years ago. He mm. is not allowed to hurt, hurt me anymore. The bad man is, has gone away. He right. just can't, he can't, there's nothing he can do because I can't see it. And today, when I did that, uh, what I was talking about earlier with the um, the tweet about the internship, some like rando fucking weirdo was like, America is a capitalist society and all blah, blah. And I was like, bro, I was like, all right, whatever, dude. And then I was like, I saw his profile and it said Android. So I was like, I'm fucking blocking this loser. Like, I'll never have to hear from this Android loser ever again. He'll never be on locker room app because he can't he can't do it. And you're you're calling him an Android loser because he sounds like a robot, not because he has an Android. Is that is that correct? Am I getting that correct? Or I yes, I'd probably say that is that is a good uh, summation of my grievance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Logan <laughs> asks, wait, so I'm connecting the dots here, but do you fall asleep to the sound of people getting their nuts ran over by Mack trucks? Yeah, that that's. You should clarify that because we were talking about like things that make you fall asleep. And then you mentioned nuts getting run over by Mack trucks. No, no, I think, I think Logan got it. That's, okay. that's, that's what I put into my, uh, my little, uh, nighttime app. I just, I just, I got a, I got a, a wave file of, uh, two hours straight, uh, of nuts running over by cars, uh, set to chill hip hop. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. that's how I fall asleep. Yeah, it's nice, nice. Um, I'm I'm gonna try to bring our friend Joe Borelli up oh, uh, to let's speak. Do it. Uh, let's see. It, he might be running Mack trucks over his nuts right now, but well, let's see, let's see if he'll he'll come up and say what up, friend of the pod, Joe. <clears throat> can you hear me? I, we uh, can hear you. Can hear Hello, you. I'm on my phone. Hey, yes. hey, phones phones have mics. Phones have microphones. <laughs> Hi. How you do, how you doing, Joe? Joe, I'm fine. How are you? you yes. You always Listen, have a you always have a lot of grievances. Here's um, my grievance. You're not you're not allowing me to to peruse uh, all these wonderful Fender guitars I'm looking at that I can't afford to buy, and you're gosh. making me you're making me talk to you instead. Oh, I see. So you wanted to just listen to us bicker 
Yeah. While, while you fucked around with like, <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the show's not good enough. You you wanted to play your guitar. No, it's excellent. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Actually, to be quite honest, it's kind of enjoyable. You get to interact in real time. Good job, guys. See? We're trying something. We're trying something. Try something. Um, yeah, you guys can check out, uh, you know, go to um, either my profile or John's profile, and uh, you can see where you can find the Super Hoopers pod. Uh, as you can tell, we don't don't discuss the league in an analytical way. Uh, we come from more of a comedic place. Um, so if if the Nate Duncan slander is your thing, we're probably the podcast for you. If if you are super <laughs> super offended that we are slandering the king, the king of PER, the king of VORP, Nate Duncan, then uh, we might not be right for you guys. Yeah. Hey, I just earned a gem, by the way. Thank you for that. Oh, so Ooh, sick, dude. Little gem boy. So little gem boy. I haven't gotten a goddamn single gem uh, so far today. So I'll, I'll give you mine. If you can really pass them on, I'll, I'll give you a gem, David. You can you can pass it to me every five minutes. So we'll we'll just keep you up here for the rest of the hour and just <laughs> uh, every five minutes, just keep those no. gems, please. <laughs> Joe, tell us about your take on tonight's Sixers. You're a big Sixers fan. Oh man. What happened tonight? Happy, well, sad. Somehow I, you could be sad. I know you. Corkmans <laughs> could have hit another three, right? Yeah, I tried. I tried really hard to be sad. Honestly, I didn't get to watch a lot of the game because, um, well, my daughter woke up in a poopy diaper, so I had to fumble around in the dark and put my thumb in a bunch of poo. So there was. Oh, oh that. Joe, that's yeah. fucking disgusting, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have a kid. Oh. Have a kid. You'll find out uh. real quick. Uh, I miss. I think I missed. Was it her poo? Was it her poo or someone else's? <laughs> I, I think there was somebody. Are you blaming your poo on her? In the room. Yeah. Did you get yes. the poo thumb and then blame on blame it on your daughter <laughs> yeah, so Joe? It was really me. Yeah, it was, it was me. Okay, just checking. Got the old All right, so speaking going. of poo, uh, you're a Sixers fan. So to, <laughs> tell us your thoughts on the game. <laughs> no, uh, I, I missed. I missed some highlights. I think because I walked away. They were. I think the Sixers were only up like five. By the time I came back, they were up by thirty. I'm like, what? What is going on? Um, it happened quite quick. Yeah, apparently, apparently, it happened really quick. Uh, the second half was a snooze. It was, you know, when they mm-hmm. put all the scrubs in, it was really, really not enjoyable basketball. That's my deep analysis for you. But oh, Milton to Bradley, you didn't like that? That yeah, was Milton to Bradley. That wasn't entertaining enough. For you? Milton Bradley. Um, the bench was good. Shake, shake was great. Cork finally, was great. finally. Yeah. I. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still kind of really upset about the uh, the Cleveland game. If you want to be honest, <laughs> oh my God, they Joe! Keep losing to Joe, you're in first place. Joe, you're in first I, place. Yes, I know they're not going to stay in first place for long. For those who don't know, uh, Sixers fans are the only fans that will destroy a playoff team in their division <laughs> by 25 points and then complain about a game they lost a few days ago. It's not. Listen, I understand that they lost. I understand why they lost. It was a letdown game for sure. I just think that, like, if you want to contend for a championship, which I think we all agree at this point, they're definitely not a championship contender. They're missing at least one more piece. Um, if you want to, cha- con- you know, contend for a championship, you have to kind of beat you the teams you're supposed trade to trade. Ben Simmons. I I agree. I agree. Oh my god! Stop it. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Kidding. How dare you? I don't know, John. Back me up on this one. Come on, you're a Sixers fan. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that they're not um, they're not the Lakers right now. I would say I definitely have the Lakers ahead of them, probably the Nets. But outside of that, I think they're up there. Like, 
I I don't know. Would you? I don't think I would take the Clippers over the Sixers right now. I what think it'd be the a, Jazz. I think it'd nobody, nobody's awesome. giving love to the Jazz. Come on, the Jazz are. Come on, they're they're paper tigers. Let's be honest. Are they? Are well, they the? Don't get me wrong. Are they the they Hawks? Be in the conversation. Are they that sixty win Hawks team? Is that what the Jazz are? I think they're a little bit better than that. <laughs> but I, I I do think they're paper tigers. Yeah, the I mean, Jazz are one of those teams that I think like. You know, like, oh, man, it's tough. Like, the Nuggets a couple of years ago where they were in first place, just it's just a different thing in the playoffs, you know what I mean? And that's just, like, where where the real superstars take over. Yeah, because yeah. here's the thing about the Jazz. Like, you're going to tell me that Rudy Gobert is just going to be, like, some offensive juggernaut. Not that he is now, but, like, I just think that... Yeah, but they don't rely to... on him for that. I mean... So it's just Donovan Mitchell. Then. I mean, who else? I really well, Jordan Clarkson, bro, sixth man of the year. Come on. Yeah, true, true. Bogdanovich, Ingles. They're, they're very good. And, Con- very and, Con- good. and Connolly has been fantastic, actually. Maybe I'm not giving them enough enough love. But, they do, love feel, but, but they do feel like that really, really, really good regular season team. I don't know. I mean, Quinn's going to have to make sure he, he keeps them on that supply, you know, through the playoffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that mountain of snow. Maybe that's it. Maybe Quinn's uh, new cocaine dealer is like got that good stuff, and he's just coaching, coaching really well. He's about to be coach of the year, just rolling in snow, baby. It's the <laughs> winter. It's the winter so in, uh, in Utah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And here's the best part. You get all this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Uh, If you have any questions, uh, stuff you want us to talk about, drop it in the chat. Or uh, happy to talk to you. Or happy for you guys to just listen to us hang out like we usually do on our podcast. John, what are you having for dinner? Have you had dinner yet? I already had dinner. I made, for those who don't know, I am uh, uh, I go by Da Pasta King. And tonight I made uh, shrimp, well, don't, shrimp yeah, but don't, and clams uh, and linguine. Don't hold that against us, though. That's, don't hold that together. Come on now. Come on. Internet's made for food picks. Uh, did you say clams and linguine? Uh, yeah, clams, shrimp uh, with lingui- linguine. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, Dave? What do you have for dinner? 
Uh, I haven't had dinner yet, but Ooh. I'm I'm gonna make a stir fry for my wife when she gets home from work. So oh damn, a little stir fry boy, a little stir fry boy. Yeah, you know. Uh, so can can we talk about the Knicks yet or? Yeah, let's talk about that. I want to let's grieve. Let's grieve. It's. <laughs> I'm grieving because um, this might be the high point of the year for them. So it might be uh, right. They are. They are. Their, their schedule is fucking brutal in the second half. Yeah, like, absolutely brutal. They're on the road a lot. Yeah, I mean, Knicks are having a moment right now. Five hundred over five hundred over five hundred. This is I mean, incredible. I mean, I I know Tibbs has. Uh, he, Tibbs is known for getting a lot of effort initially when he arrives somewhere and mm-hmm. then it kind of fades. But I also think that a lot of that narrative came from Minnesota, which was a, just a all around, just bad situation. So I, I'm hoping that he doesn't run all the players into the ground by the end of the year, but <laughs> it's quite possible. It's quite possible. But you look at all these players on the roster a, after Julius Randall. And uh, I, I cannot believe this team is over 500. It's insane. It's quite amazing. I'll say this, like, you know, early season, you're always like, oh, look, some teams pop up fast. Some people, some teams start really slow and they kind of balance out. But the Knicks, Knicks are holding on to it. Feels sustainable. I mean, look, they have no offense. They they win most games um, by, like, playing an incredible defense, um, which is cool. I, I, a lot of fans are excited because it's a throwback to the 90s teams that, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> most NBA games back then was like, you know, the final scores were like 82 to 75. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and those <laughs> like, I mean, that's uh, so this team is kind of a throwback. And uh, it's been so long since we've had anything to be excited about. I, I, I don't consider that 2013 season as like anything real. I think that was a total fluke. But uh, I, honestly, I, I was on Knicks Film School podcast today, and I, I really think this is the most exciting time to be a Knicks fan, like in the last two decades. I was wow. not a I was I was not a Carmelo Anthony guy. I res- I respect that he was an incredible scorer, but I I was I was never like fully on the Carmelo train. So this this is just much more fun. And is this? I mean, that is was this a, more just fun, like. A, just, is this more was, fun than Lynn Sanity? No, wow. but Lynn Sanity, Lynn Sanity was like five weeks. Like, <laughs> the season's Sanity. only been five weeks. It's like thirty games. Oh, it's been two, it's months. Been two months. Two months. Three months. Okay. Three months. Right. In three right. months. Okay. So, has any of the five weeks of this year, the last five weeks, have that been better or worse than Lynn Sanity? Uh, beating As the Pacers. Beating the Pacers twice, like. <laughs> to a nineties Knicks fan, like yeah, that's like, that's it. So it's better so than tasty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's All right. I'll go with Linsanity, but also like, I mean, just watching. I they barely won last night, but like I, watching the Celtics flounder has been um, tasty. That's been fun. That's been nice too. And tasty. That's, I, I'm enjoying that. Um, it's great. It's wonderful because like uh, Boston did it to themselves. They really just like Danny Ainge just kind of did it to himself. Like yeah. Tristan Thompson, like when they signed him, I was uh, like, well, I was like, well, this is a terrible signing. Awful. I was like, this guy I, wasn't I, good in Cleveland. It, like he, like he wasn't good in Cleveland. Why do you think he's going to be good in Boston? 
they have the exception, so they're they're gonna do they're gonna do something with that money. Um, my guess is that they'll do their best to bring Andre Drummond in, but I don't know. Like, I mean, that makes them better, I guess, but I, good enough to make a run? No way. No, no, no way. No. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think it's their year. There's something. There's something really off about them. Yeah. Uh, I guess Gordon Hayward is the reason. Is he- <laughs> Like he's turned around garbage ass Charlotte, like right. I mean, it was like I. I mean, it was kind of like a slow thing, right? Like Kyrie left. Like they didn't re-sign uh, Marcus Morris. They yeah they the, I yeah they they let Cantor walk. I mean, Cantor is off on defense, yeah. but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously Marcus Smart being out like is I think more of an emotional loss for them than a total talent loss but they should be better they should be they should be better they have two all-stars like they should should be better um it's funny though charlotte terry brogier and gordon hayward just like that's true terry brogier too yeah yeah yeah. it's just like they let them go and now they're they're one game ahead (laughs) half a game ahead, and now they're getting insane contracts in charlotte (laughs) (laughs) right Oh man. Yeah, but I have I have enjoyed um Danny Ainge kind of having to uh answer for his mistakes. It's always nice. It's it's always nice seeing And Brad Stevens something. for that matter. Oh yeah. I, w- I will say uh locker room is chock full of Celtics fans. So <laughs> Oh good. Oh cool. Well yeah, I, yeah. I I knew the app would turn racist at one point. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> just waiting for it. That's our that's our forever NBA grievance. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcast. Just the city of Boston. Just the city of Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, what's up with the Spurs? Uh, they're, they're like kind good. of they're fun. Yeah. What I, mean, I have not watched any Spurs this year. Tell me. The Knicks. The Knicks are playing them tomorrow. Actually, uh, th- I, I, Pop has these young dudes playing really well, like Lonnie Walker, Kelvin Johnson. That they're. They're just a fun, scrappy team, and like you know, DeRozan still has some gas left in the tank. I don't know. They're they're just uh, they play really hard. They play really hard, and Pop looks like the games that I watch. Pop like looks like he's actually enjoying himself. Oh, okay. like for the first time in a while. So I I am I'm, I'm curious if he uh, if he's not walking away um, as as fast as like maybe people had predicted but who knows yeah it's a long it's a long season i can see that team kind of slipping down the standings eventually but uh yeah they've they're playing hard and they've only the other thing is they've only played 27 games so far right right so like it's weird they're the fifth seed at 17 and 12 golden state warriors which is the eighth seed has 19 wins two more wins but they also have four more losses because they played 35 games so we'll see they'll they'll even out They'll probably uh, even out. Another uh, interesting one too. Yeah, the Mavs. I, <laughs> we've we've talked about them ad nauseum on on our podcast. Uh, just like going over the KP trade, 
But uh, yeah, I think the Mavs will probably be fine. I I don't see them finishing like that high in the standings, but they'll make the playoffs. I think for them, they need to they need to really hope that they make that six seed because I I I could see them uh, having some issues in in playing games because they're just, they're just so inconsistent. And especially, I mean, what, what do you gain out of Porzingis from night to night? I mean, he's is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Is is the shot falling and the defense is so bad? So, I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad for Luca because he just doesn't have the talent around him that um, he should have. He's he's so damn good. Yeah, I mean, that's two teams in a row that Josh Richardson has not lived up to his hype. Right. You know, he he gave, <laughs> at Miami. He was playing well, and they were like, he's turning the corner. He's this guy. You know, and I believe it too. As a Sixers fan, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's a defensive stud, and his shot is improving." Wrong. Just was not. he hurt? Was he hurt a lot though when he was on the Sixers, or he was just bad? Uh, I mean, I don't want to say he was bad. He just isn't what you need him to be. Right. I, you know, you want him to be the ball handling go-to scorer that can get you a bucket when, like, people people want him to be Jimmy Butler. You know, your defensive yeah. player that can get you a bucket. Right. Truth is, his defense is okay, and he can't really get you a bucket, and he can't shoot threes. Right. So, like, he's, like, a long two and D kind of guy, which is, like, okay, cool. But not a thing that, you know, you can't be the third best player on the Mavericks with a long two and D guy, you know? Yeah. So... I mean, I, I, the the people. He's one of the guys, obviously, obviously that they look to, and he is just so inconsistent. And like, and and Tim Hardaway Jr. As a Knicks fan, I'm well well aware of the Tim Hardaway Jr. like nights where he hits eight threes and nights where he's like one for twelve. So, I you know that that team really needs to make sure that they make that six seed or, or higher. And uh, I don't know, West the West is tough, man. It's it's dude. It's gonna be a bloodbath. I'm looking at now like this playoff game, playing game. You know, it could be Ja versus uh, uh, Luca versus. You know, it could be Steph. It could be you have Zion in there. Like, Zion in there. Yeah. It could be Dame. Like, how fun would it be if it was like? I hate I hate that these teams have to do it, but like a Luca versus Dame loser goes home match. Oh, it's awesome! I mean, like you know, when when MLB like added the second wild card, it is such it is such a good thing for the league. As long as your team isn't one of the teams that gets stuck playing in that game, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> as long as your team like isn't like the better team in that matchup, and then you just like lose because it's winner go home. Uh, it's just it it makes it so much more exciting, and you have so many more teams that like stay involved down the stretch, and yeah, and don't and don't give up for the season. So I, I, I am interested to see like how it affects the trade market though, like at the deadline. You know, normally you'd have a lot of teams kind of giving up, uh, and yeah, I I do think that there will be way more teams that feel like well. If just making the play in will be an accomplishment and you can you can kind of pass that message on to your season ticket holders that like, well, we made the playoffs sort of. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that, you know, I think teams should root for that. Like, look, I'm a big proponent of tanking, but if you are if you have a shot to make the playoffs, I think you do owe it to your fans to go for it. You owe it to your players. 
the coach and, and the whole organization, right? Yeah. Now, look, unless it's like a thing where like, look, if we make the playoffs, we, you know, lose our draft pick kind of thing. Like, obviously, then tank. But if it's straight up like, you know, you're fighting for the, you know, 13th pick or the playoffs, go for the playoffs. Like, just right. Like, you owe it to them. So yeah. it's going to be fun. Um, I agree. Yeah, I, I can't agree. wait. Um, we got to check in on my Kings. Ugh. Ay, ay, man. Uh, that, that game last night was like brutal. Ugh. How do, how do you lose that game? I think I think Matt said it best on the Super Hoopers pod. Um I think they're I think they're tanking to get Luke Walton fired. <laughs> I it's insane that he hasn't already. <laughs> right? He's uh, got to Like the the Knicks like absolutely embarrassed them um uh, last week and you know, like the the video of Luke Walton like smashing the clipboard and shit, like at Madison Square Garden, like was making the rounds, and I was like, for sure, this dude is getting stuck in New York. Like, <laughs> like it, it 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 happened to um, Flip Saunders' son. Like they they got embarrassed in New York, and like and he like immediately got fired after the game. And I was like, oh, th- this is gonna happen again to Luke. And yeah. uh, I like I I guess like he survives like a little longer. Because like people have respect for his pops, uh, and he has a lot of friends around the league. But man, like the fact the fact that Lloyd Pierce got fired so quickly today, and Luke Walton still has a job somehow. I mean, like, we, makes no sense. None, none. And uh, you know, the Kings have a new GM who didn't hire Luke, so right. I gotta go and get a good just because it. Here's the thing. They actually have they have really good talent, but they need to make a change somewhere. Like they have, yeah, they and they have, need to and they need to get off of some of those contracts. Like like uh, like Harrison Barnes is a, like horrible, horrible contract. Um, I also think that you you got to try to get something for Buddy and and part ways with Buddy. I think so. I think I think their issue is right now they don't have an open roster spot to start uh Halliburton. Halliburton, right. So you need to do that. And to do that you have to get rid of one of Barnes or Buddy. Take your pick. You know? I don't I like Barnes is having a great year. Barnes is actually having probably the best year of his career. And what? He's only twenty seven, twenty nine? He's not which, that old. Which means like maybe his value has gotten a little higher and like get him off the books now. <laughs> Yeah, and also like his contract uh like goes down. Okay, he's twenty eight years old. So I think his contract like I think it's it's twenty three this twenty three million this year, and I think it like goes down to like twenty if I if I remember correctly. I could be wrong, but his contract's not it's not good. Yeah. But uh it's not like the worst because he's actually playing really well this year. But it's the same basically the same contract as Buddy Hield and Buddy Hield a phenomenal three point shooter. He had a thousand three pointers, youngest ever to do it. I mean, he is like, yeah, which is you know, crazy. Secretly, like, he is secretly like 35 years old. Uh, <laughs> but, right, um, right. So, you know, we got to, I don't know about youngest. Um, but the thing is, he just doesn't play defense. Right. And Marvin Bagley doesn't play defense. And I love Rashawn Holmes, but he's not a defender. You know, he's like a, a fun offensive um, center. And he catches lobs and stuff, but he's not like an anchor. You know what I mean? No, no. He's like he's a he's a really nice like backup center off the bench, like who gives you like instant offense kind of guy. 
Yeah. So I would, if I were them, man, I think you got to get rid of Bagley, but like, I think it's just tough for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't, you know, it's a huge whiff. And honestly, he hasn't been healthy. So I don't know what team would offer him anything. Man, you could have had a Luca Fox backcourt. Ugh. My goodness. Ugh. What could have been? What could have been? It's crazy. You know, the thing about the Kings is they have had bad misses, you know, like Luca, obviously. But they did get a little lucky in getting Fox and Halliburton. For sure. Fox fell to them, and Halliburton definitely fell to them. That that might be the miracle. So I think at some point you have to not just always look at this Luca thing and be like, oh, we should have had Luca. It's like, okay, well, guess what? Also have Chris Stapps, and they're not even in the playoffs. So yep. it can't just. Yep. I mean, obviously Luca might end up being one of the greatest players of all time. Definitely take Luca. But if you have Darren Fox and you have Halliburton, like that should get you somewhere. That's a great foundation. And, and Barnes, I would say too, with Barnes, like that's your fine third player, like your veteran who's just like you know going to hold you down a little. Like he's not terrible. Yeah. But you need, but he's got to be your like, like you could probably make the playoffs if he's your, you know, third or fourth worst player. Yeah. You know, he's not that terrible, but like it can also be Bagley and uh, Buddy and Holmes. They just, they, they allow like 150 points a game. That's insane. No, it's, it's horrible. The, the Knicks, the Knicks who like we, we've already established, like ha- cannot score. Scored 140 points on them. <laughs> like that's like that's, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> How many points would we score on the Kings? <laughs> I think you and I could dip into the double digits. Double digits. Okay. So let's say 25, maybe. 25. Combined for 25. 25 each. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it depends. Like we 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 really need to find out how old Buddy actually is. That is true. We got to find out because there's a good chance that he's our age. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, John, I, I think this has been fun. All Our right. first uh, foray into locker room. Uh, yeah. Guys, Logan, Travis, thank you for sticking around. And uh, we'll, be do- we'll be doing more of these. Uh, we'll probably do these like a couple times a week. So um, come back. Hopefully, uh, maybe like chat with us next time. We'd love to talk to you. Um, and then check out our, uh, our NBA podcast, The Super Hoopers, uh, at The Super Hoopers on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, John, good stuff. Good stuff, brother. I see you got some gems. Oh, you're on your way. Gem. Uncut you know. gems. Love it. Uncut gems, baby. Your favorite movie. <laughs> All yeah. right. Peace out, guys. Have All a good night. Right. Keep pooping. Keep pooping. <laughs>